Welcome to Nathan's School of Thought. I'm Nathan Walker, Global Performance Coach, here to share principles gleaned from decades of teaching, training, and coaching on four continents. Whether you're a senior executive, salesperson, new parent, military leader, artist, musician, head of a nonprofit, or a student, it doesn't matter who you are, only who you can become. Join me each week to have your brain flipped upside down as we move together toward a happier, healthier, and much more productive life. Hello, my friends. Last week, we talked about a remarkable mind-warping trick that our brains play on. It's called survivorship bias, where we're likely to give more credence or more weight to those things or people that survive a situation than we should, thinking that following exactly what they did will guarantee a similar outcome, and it doesn't at all. I told you the story of Abraham Wald, the Hungarian Jew who grew up to be a famous mathematician and, when he was still quite young, saved thousands of lives by helping the U.S. military know where to place armor on the bomber planes that were being shot down, thus saving the lives of many of the crew and others who were affected by it. We talked a little bit about things like famous speakers, famous personalities, musicians, artists, business leaders, and our tendency to say, if I do what that person did, I'll be successful, just like that person was. I suggested in that episode that studying what didn't work might be more instructive than just following people around saying, I want to be like him. As you look at the failures that people have gone through or the businesses that didn't thrive, or I think I mentioned the lag, the lag, the log cabins that fell down. What if you think that's you? What if you think you're the failure? A few years ago, I was on the board of advisors for a local college, and I was asked if I would come speak to one of their classes about how I ended up going from kid on a farm who wanted to be a saddle maker to person who delivers workshops all over the world. As we talked about how long the talk would be and what I was supposed to focus on and who the audience would be, we decided it would be about 20 minutes and it would be to a particular class and that would be the end of it. Then the phone rang again a few minutes later and I was asked, could we make that a little longer? Like maybe 40 minutes? I said, sure, that was fine. A couple of days later, the phone rang and the question was, could we make that an hour and could we invite the community? And could we put that on the billboard along the freeway? And the answer was yes to all of those. I don't <laughs> Fill the room. If it can be helpful to somebody, fill the room. I, do, I just really don't care. So I said, sure, that would be fine. Bring them all. Uh, and in the room, I talked about what I'm going to talk to you about right now. If you think you're one of the cabins that fell, one of the businesses that went under, one of the artists with more talent than anybody else who never got a record deal, if you think you're in the wrong place at the wrong time or your life hasn't worked out, I will disabuse you of that notion. That is not accurate, it's not true, and it's not helpful. A Google engineer named Barnaby James wrote on his blog, Quote, skill will allow you to place more bets on the table, but it's not a guarantee of success. Beware advice from the successful, unquote. 
And so that was my approach in the talk. I said, look, you think I'm here to tell you about how I achieved these things, right? How did I go from kid on the farm to traveling all over the world? But I'm here to tell you about the dismal string of failures and the things that I learned. The short version was, my success in my multiple careers had way more to do with all of the things that I thought were unmitigated failures that taught me what I needed to know to do the next great thing. The string of things that I did poorly, the string of areas in which I failed, is a much longer list than a description of those areas where I was successful. Psychologist Daniel Kahneman writes in his book, Thinking Fast and Slow, quote, a stupid decision that works out well becomes a brilliant decision in hindsight, unquote. So if we look for all these successes, we can usually find stupid decisions behind them. So if you think you're the failure, you're wrong. As I spoke to people in that room, I said, if you think I should have gone to college earlier, I should have finished school, I should not have married that person, I should have known better than to do this, I should have, I should have, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have. Could it be that you're learning some things that you could not have learned any other way? How valuable is what you have learned? If you don't think you're where you're supposed to be, or you think you've screwed your life up to the point that it can't be fixed, you're wrong. You're falling prey to a negative availability bias, and you can too quickly think of many reasons to be disappointed in yourself. But that's not a good thing to think of. So we need to talk a little bit about luck and how things tend to work out for our benefit, whether or not we see it happening. And how can we ensure that we become luckier over time? Now, that's an actual thing. You might say, really? Is there something more reliable than luck? Because luck doesn't seem like a good thing to rely on. Richard Wiseman has published over 100 academic papers examining the psychology of magic and illusion, deception, luck, and self-development. And he wrote an article that I will include in the podcast description for Skeptical Inquirer. And in that article says, quote, 10 years ago, I decided to take a more scientific investigation into the concept of luck. I decided that the best method was to examine why some people are consistently lucky whilst others encounter little but ill fortune. In short, why some people seem to live charmed lives full of lucky breaks and chance encounters, while others experience one disaster after another. He then describes some of his research, which went on for many years. Another quote, And so it is with luck. Unlucky people miss chance opportunities because they are too focused on looking for something else. They go to parties intent on finding their perfect partner and so miss the opportunity to make good friends. They look through the newspaper determined to, fight a, determined to find a certain type of job advertisement and as a result, miss other types of jobs. Lucky people are more relaxed and open and therefore see what is there rather than just what they are looking for. If you and I were to sit down at lunch, I would tell you how a job at a printing shop went horribly wrong, 
and I ended up losing the job. And I was trying to go to school at the same time, and I thought I was a failure. I would tell you how things worked out so horribly at one of the universities that I went to. I'd tell you about how much I hated the carpet cleaning job. I would tell you about working for an architect. I would tell you about getting a gig doing network things for a Yellow Pages company. And then that gig evaporated not long afterward, and I was left with nothing. I would tell you about creating sound systems and being in charge of sound system installation for a huge dance club that was being built and the building burning to the ground the night before installation was to begin. I would tell you about months of work on a project that was illegally awarded to a relative of one of the members of the board of directors. I could bore you with stories. I could probably tell you 50 or 60 stories of what a dismal failure I was and how I really thought that was the end of everything. I could tell you story after story about being accident-prone and getting hurt all the time and expecting to be hurt all the time, ever fearful for my own safety because the injuries were so frequent, so severe, and so common, until I learned that some of that was self-fulfilling prophecy. I was creating a whole lot of that. And I had to examine my own thinking about injury and safety and my value as a person. Again, quoting Dr. Wiseman, my research revealed that lucky people generate their own good fortune via four basic principles. They are skilled at creating and noticing chance opportunities, make lucky decisions by listening to their intuition, create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations, and adopt a resilient attitude that transforms bad luck into good, unquote. It reminds me of Hockey Hall of Famer Wayne Gretzky. He said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It turns out we can learn to be lucky. And much of that is self-fulfilling prophecy, which we talked about in, let's see, two or three episodes ago. It really, really matters how we think about our own position and our own place in the world right now. To believe that it's an unfortunate accident that you became a human failure is really the only failure. Failure is the greatest teacher. We learn more from the things that don't go right than we do from the things that do. And so we can create a self-fulfilling prophecy that literally turns us into luckier and luckier people. The way you think has everything to do with the quality of your life, your health, your jobs, your spirituality, your relationships, and your happiness. I encourage you to follow up more and learn more about survivorship bias. Learn more, too, about Dr. Wiseman's research on luck. Remember that I will link these resources in the podcast description. Your life is on the way up. You just may not know it. You are where you need to be right now. You can be where you need to be a year from now and 10 years from now. The trajectory of your life can be the greatest gift you were ever given, whether it seems to be right now or not. To learn how I can help you with this, go to natewalkercoaching.com and leave a comment in the contact section. Or if you'd like, I invite you to take the Habit Finder Assessment linked on that website, and you and I can schedule some time to go through the results free of charge. Be sure to share this podcast. We'll talk again soon.